Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm with Terry Alford, uh, Executive Director from Michigan Street African American Heritage Corridor. I never knew about, well, I knew there was some connections uh, in Buffalo to the Underground Railroad. Didn't know it was right there across the street. Um, just how how deep does it go? Was was it kind of like? Uh, I think I read something that it was one of the final stops for people who are escaping uh, slavery from the South, and then eventually going onward to, to Canada. Yes, absolutely. The the Michigan Street Baptist Church served as the one of the last stations of the Underground Railroad in these in these parts. Uh, so. Uh, the enslaved, the uh, individuals that were uh, looking to freedom, uh, traveled north from here towards um, the foot of West Ferry Street. It, it was commonly called Broderick Park, but this past year the, it was changed to Freedom Park. But it was at that place where freedom seekers uh, launched across the Niagara River into, into freedom over in Canada. A uh, um, little known fact, a lot of folks think that everyone that were escaping slavery uh, all headed towards that point to, to get across the river. But what they found, the enslaved that came to Buffalo, they found that they could stay here. Um, once they were here, you know, they felt protected by the community. Uh, they felt um, uh, a unified uh, brotherhood and sisterhood with those that were here already. Uh, as a result, so uh, many of the folks that were looking for new opportunities, new a new life, decided to make their life in Buffalo, New York. So uh, we're we're quite blessed with that that unique story. Uh, we talk about the uh, the longest serving pastor of the church, Reverend J. Edward Nash and his family, which includes his wife Francis and their son Jesse. Um, it was. Uh, at a home right next to the church uh, that was um, lived in by Mary Talbert, who was uh, uh, one of the leading voices of social justice and civil rights, women's rights of her day. It was at her home uh, next to the church where she and Reverend Nash and others entertained people like W.E.B. Du Bois and William Trotter, and it was there where the Niagara Movement was founded. So the Niagara Movement, for those listeners who don't know, uh, became uh, the NAACP. So the NAACP was was founded here, right across the street from this from this office. That's credible. 
I, there, there's gotta be a lot of people who, who did that know that. And, um, you mentioned, I'm glad you touched on this. Um, you mentioned there were enslaved individuals who decided to settle here instead of going on. I believe I read the land that the, uh, the church is on was purchased by a former enslaved uh, individual who, who escaped. Um, is that correct? So uh, Peyton Harris, um, uh, who um, was born into uh, enslavement, um, had a unique story, okay? So uh, during the War of 1812, he served there and was able to get his freedom. As a result, he came into this area and uh, took advantage of the water, the, namely the canals here, Erie Canal. And he bought a barge, was successful, bought another one, was successful. Uh, incidentally, he also did very well with the silver mining, you know, uh, trade as well as gold mining. So this man became very much independently wealthy. In fact, we won't say he was the richest black man at the time in Buffalo, New York. He was one of the wealthiest men. Uh, and um, uh, Peyton Harris's home, okay, is where Mary Talbot stayed. In fact, she married, uh, married his son, okay? So the home that she resided in with her husband uh, was owned by Peyton Harris. So that's, that's that unique story. But when we talk about a thousand, literally hundreds of thousands of stories that people just don't know or have heard, uh, they, they, they see the sites, which is important. You know, when you come down here, you see that all of our cultural anchors and museums are at various stages of construction, expansion, stabilization, renovation, which is exciting. Um, but, and, and, and you have unique stories tied into each one of those spaces. But there's hundreds of stories outside those spaces, too, that speak to the African-American experience, as well as the experience of residents that started down here and then eventually spread out across the east side of Buffalo, namely in the Maston Park, Cold Spring area, fruit belt areas of the city. Wow. Yeah, you, you see, it's like, oh, cool old buildings, but there's stories, plethora of stories in yes, there. Yeah. Literally, literally. And... You know, the Michigan Street African-American Heritage Corridor uh, tells the stories of a neighborhood that became the heart of the African-American experience in Buffalo. You know, it's, neighborhood, uh, it's a neighborhood that included leaders who contributed to a culture of activism and musical culture, who created a historic footprint that impacted and connects the African-American experience in America. So it's, a, it's really truly is an American story of advocacy, freedom, and creativity. Uh, all of which continues to tell those important stories of the abolitionist movement, the Niagara movement, which I just mentioned, and civil rights and social justice movement. I also like to include women, the women's suffragette movement, a lot of movements here, yeah. and many other cultural, artistic, and entrepreneurial influences. So our Heritage Corridor represents a historic African-American community that created a footprint that connects both regional and American history it's an American story of advocacy, freedom, and creativity. So we're quite proud of this of this community. I, I, I guess you could tell by by, by delivery. But um, we're starting to be noticed not uh, just by national entities from around the world, um, uh, but we we're also now being noticed by folks in our own backyards who don't know the history. And this is very important because I like to say whenever I go out and do presentations that there's so many 
people whose shoulders we all stand on, who, who came before us, who kept these stories alive for the next generation. And you know, we're obligated, it's our responsibility to keep the stories alive, to pass it down to the next generation, not just for the African-American you know, community, but for the humanity, for, the, yeah. for, for mankind. You know, these stories are uniquely interwoven into all of our stories, all of our histories. We all come from someplace else. And, and places like Buffalo offered opportunities at the time that wasn't presented in other parts of the world. And as a result, you know, um, we were quite successful in despite the challenges and barriers that confronted us during those days. I was wondering this too. Like, I, I wish when I was in school we took field trips to places like this, but we, we, you know, we talked about the Underground Railroad. Oh, it's Underground Railroad, you know, yada, yada. Um, but, you know, just mentioned in, in passing, kind of. Um, how important do you think it is, these buildings that are standing here, for the youth that live here and getting that message out there to them about, like, this is kind of where your freedom was born in, in a way? That's a very good question. That's very important, uh, as I mentioned earlier. These structures represent an emblematic of a proud and resilient people. Uh, we talk about three of the buildings that are closer to 200 years than 100 years. They're well past 100 years mm -hmm. old. And the fact that these structures survive, not because of the building's resiliency, it's the resiliency of the people uh, that, that renovated, sustained, found funds from everywhere just to, just to keep them up and running and sustainable. Uh, so that's, a, that's the first thing. It's important to look at these, I call them beacons of light, uh, as beacons of history uh, that really, again, denote the resiliency and tenacity of a people. Uh, but I always like to say, too, that structures don't, don't, don't make you know, history. Structures don't make you know, um, you know, generational wealth. Structures don't, don't carry on you know, the storytelling and the heritage. It's the people within them and without them that do that. So uh, to answer your question, you know, we go through great lengths of efforts to engage our school systems, uh, youth programs, and the like to really try to excite our young people, all young people, on the importance of knowing where you came from. You know, we talk about black and brown young people, uh, especially in this day and age where you know, young people are having such trouble about self-esteem and things. You know, they like to, you like to be able to present to them where they came from, you know, what spawned them, uh, and the legacy that they represent. You know, when you talk about African-American children, when we ever go out and talk, we don't talk about, you know, it didn't start uh, 300 years ago with, with enslavement in this country. We have thousands of years of history that started in the motherland, Africa, that span you know, uh, generations, okay? Eons of generations where uh, we were represented by kings and queens and, and uh, folks that knew how to create business, okay? Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's interwoven in our DNA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Okay. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.